0: (laughs) You are listening to After All This Time Always with me, your host, Mr. Patrick Holland, and some say he's the Mrs. Norris of the podcast because okay. every time he sees uh, a snake come out of another man's chamber of secrets, he's petrified. <laughs> it is producer <laughs> Joe
1: Powell. Jesus wept. Hello. That well, okay. So for listeners, I, I, <laughs> uh, a bit of feedback my brother gave me the other week was saying you can't muck around with the energy of the hello at the beginning. You always get off to a rocky start if you go low energy. Yeah. Pat took that uh, very literally. Then. I um, yeah.
0: Wow. I, I apologise for last week. I was I was really low energy last week i I just wasn't in a great mood and i was really tired and if we'd have been recording when we were meant to be recording it probably would have been a very low energy hello again yes of course where the hell have you been i've been asleep man i've been sleeping so 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 sue me sue me on what grounds (laughs) for being tired at the end of five days at work on a saturday morning yeah i slept through my alarms we were meant to record first thing and uh and it's it, now... Well, it's not last thing. It's not last thing. It's still mid-thing. The last mid-thing. thing I'm doing today is
1: going to a, a barbecue and then, um, I assume, drinking into the evening.
0: And that oh. barbecue has not yet started. Oh, it's good barbecue weather, actually.
1: I, can you smell a barbecue?
0: I can. There's... Um, you know that uh, that new restaurant that's open like two doors up? Oh, yes. They've got a barbecue outside, but okay. no one's sitting out front. It's actually quite sad.
1: Good. I'm glad. I hope that place gets shut down. It's There's like...
0: Very loud karaoke on a Sunday.
1: What is that place? Is it just a house? it's just a crap
0: bar <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of um babu's place from seinfeld yes it's like they're just trying to do absolutely they're everything doing everything <laughs> and no one's no one's buying it <laughs> no one's sitting out front they've got a barbecue and it smells great no one's there uh, yeah well good i'm
1: glad honestly i've heard the this same bad version of um oh what's that elvis presley song suspicious minds Uh, like three times and it really bounces off the walls in this area it's horrible so annoying can't you put in a noise complaint hannah put in her very first complaint to the council wow because of this because of this place yeah awful business um yes so to fill listeners in we were meant to record at 11 a.m uh we had a guest here he's gone (laughs) he's coming back he's coming back later. (laughs) because <laughs> uh, everyone changes
0: their plans for me <laughs>
1: yes they do to try and suit your needs but what so what were you doing last night then well how come you slept through
0: nothing nothing i'm just you, you know i've i've not been in the best mood and i've just been really tired Surely, so, so you've just been a sleepy boy yeah last night last night i stayed in me and george watched uh white house down
1: <laughs> white house down <laughs> With wow. jamie fox
0: and channing taylor how was that i mean it was uh yeah it was it's not great but it's fine it's absolutely fine, <laughs> but it was one That's of those twin movies. It's not movies. a bad movie. Not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. Okay. It's serviceable enough, and it's like it's knowingly it's knowingly bad at some points. Like there's a car chase on the front of the White House lawn, and the president's hanging <laughs> out of a, of a limousine <laughs> with a rocket launcher, and you've got people watching it on TV going, "What the hell's this?" Or there's right. something you don't see every day. Like it's knowingly a little tongue in cheek. Okay, lovely.
1: Uh, so right. So what are we? What are we going to do? There's no Tom again this week,
0: but we will be phoning Tom's, him in a bit. Yeah, Tom's still in Edinburgh. Uh, as regular listeners will know, doing very well. It doing seems very got well. a couple of very nice reviews. A couple of four star reviews. Yep. He is an official four star comedian. Good for him. Yep. That's, and that's um, about right. if you're in, <laughs> if you're in, if you're in Edinburgh, like pop in and see him at Marlin's Wind at 125 every day. And mediocre boy. Yes. Or if you can't make it to Edinburgh, send him some love on social media because it's quite, it's quite a uh, lonely experience, Edinburgh, I guess
1: uh yeah i think it can be and a very stressful one Mm. like he's doing two
0: shows a day for a whole month yeah, that's, uh, that's too much. That's tiring. That's I bet he sleeps in on a Saturday and no one gives him crap
1: for it. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> well, I believe... Well, he, he's also a man with child, so uh, oh, I assume yeah. he's used to getting up early.
0: Oh, the little flesh alarm He wakes he'd, you up. He'd have been here on time.
1: <laughs> so we've got, we've got Tom coming in. We've got our special guest for the week. Uh, Mr. Ross Wilkinson will be joining us.
0: Oh, yeah, because if you listened last week, our regular fill-in, filler guest. Yes. Our regular filler. a regular filler. <laughs> uh, Michael's corner is in thailand he's as in you know i
1: uh, he sent some pictures
0: it looks like he's having a lovely time yeah no yeah, which which annoys me i'm, I'm not <laughs> i'm not annoyed he's having fun i'm no. annoyed i'm not oh okay i'm yeah. with you i mean good for him bad for me awful for you <laughs> this, i'll
1: tell you what let's make a pact this week we'll go get some beers and go watch once upon a time in hollywood which we haven't seen yet
0: yeah i really want to see it uh, oh have you listened to the soundtrack yet
1: I'd, no, I've only listened to a bit of it. i listened to a bit of it with you last week. Yeah, uh, it's very it good. Does sound fun. It's, I, just, I think I I'm going to enjoy this film.
0: And it's it's um it's very sort of Reservoir Dogs in the way that the soundtrack's got these radio interstitials in between. Oh, uh, Okay, like setting up the songs or yeah. advertising products. It's really like K. Billy's super Ooh. sounds of the '70s. Love it. Uh, I like it a lot.
1: Okay, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, so, so let's do that this week. Okay, let's go drink some beers and uh, watch a film that's it's a hopefully date. great. Uh, I've
0: I've avoided all the reviews. Uh, I've only read spoiler-free reviews. Okay,
1: okay, but the, it it seems to be getting good reviews everywhere. Good if you reviews. have seen it, listeners, let us know what you think. Yeah, um, and that's that. And that is that. So right, what else we got coming? Out? I've written a quiz. You've got a quiz. We've got some um, geekery. Little geekery that could technically be also be Potter Watch. Yes, but we we might as well just keep it in one solid geekery package. We've got. I've printed out e- the emails. We're definitely doing oh, emails yeah. this
0: week. Yeah, because technical issues last week. Is that the lie we went with? That's <laughs> the lie we went with last week. Technical issues. No, I
1: didn't. I didn't. Technically, there are issues. Technically, I didn't print off any emails last week or the week before, or maybe even the week before that. Uh, but this week I've def I made sure I printed them off. Yeah, because so that
0: little email is breaking its back carrying that big sack of letters around.
1: So yeah, apology, but I think we've got back to everyone. I think we've emailed people back. We're getting back to people. Oh
0: good, check us out.
1: Oh yeah, well, you don't read the emails? Do you? No, I don't. no, yeah, no. I've, well, I've been getting back to some people. Good for you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: mean, the, I do sometimes read them. I do. I'll check in sometimes. Um, but Joe normally lets me know if there's. I'll anything, forward you if, if there's, there's anything pertinent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, have you, any games to play, or is it just going to be a uh, whole episode of getting
0: to know Ross Wilkinson? Well, we've got we've got Lupin sorted us out a few weeks ago, and we've still got some okay. new pensive to play.
1: Okay, sweet. We can play that. We'll do- Listeners, apologies if we don't get around to playing that game. Uh, it may be technical issues with
0: calling Tom. I don't know how well it'll work over the phone. I bet Ross would be good at it.
1: I don't think Ross
0: is a Potter expert. No, but you're the Potter expert in this case. Oh, that's... We are in... Danger, You're on a Harry Potter podcast, game. mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're as good as it gets today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord.
1: Can, even though you know the answers, can you just play it?
0: Yeah, I can fake it. Lovely. Fake it till you make it. That's the... I got told the other day at work I was a very good actor. Cause, um, really? it was some Yeah, it was someone's birthday, but she's like right in line of where you would bring the cake out. Okay. So they wanted to bring the cake out without noticing, so I, I, I had to create a distraction. So I went and asked her for help. I was like, I can't get the printer to work. Set the building on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Burned the cake. (laughs) But it was toasty. It was nice. Lovely. No, I went and pretended I didn't know how the printer to work, which, if you know me, is outrageous. I always know how the printer works. But I managed to get her to get up from her seat and come over and help me with the printer. And then uh, when she turned around, there was a cake on her desk. Oh, that's brilliant. Perfectly done. And everyone was like, wow, we genuinely believed you didn't know how to use the printer. I was like, (laughs) yeah. You, you don't know me. Come on, kids. I know how that printer. Works. <laughs> I'm the guy people go to. <laughs> I'm the guy people go to when the printer doesn't work.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, should we? Uh, should we bring our first? Should we bring our first guest in? Should we bring our only ever guest?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Yeah.
1: Let's let's get our so. Mm. I, I guess not Not counting Michael Corner, who I guess is technically part of the show. Yeah. This is our first ever guest.
0: So, by default, this is a very special guest. This is, yes, <laughs> because only it's the by first. default. <laughs> uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's special in his own
1: way, yeah. for sure. Wonderful. Uh, but I, I've, I've written a little introduction for him. Beautiful. Now. Some of the facts I didn't have access to, so it was just a bit of guesswork. Okay. So, for example, I don't remember, I don't know what primary school we went to or anything like that. But anyway, here's an introduction. I prefer fiction to to fact anyway, so bring it on. We're all good friends. Okay. On the 10th of August, 1987, Susan Wilkinson gave birth to a healthy baby boy, weighing in at 19 pounds and 72 ounces. That's not fact. Imagine if you would told her on that fateful day, 32 years ago, that this massive baby would (laughs) one day be appearing on the UK's (laughs) finest, originally Potter-based, cum-nostalgic geekery and general chit-chat podcast, she'd have spat on the floor. She would have. That is so her. Like (laughs) like mother, like son. (laughs) As a baby, Ross was incredibly unremarkable, and he continued in this fashion for the following 11 years. This was a mistake. Quietly perfecting his trademark owl-esque haircut and working diligently in St. Gummerus Primary School for Wayward Boys, where he achieved graves in his sats that Year 6 teacher Mr. Dankworth described as (laughs) expected. It's not a real teacher. (laughs) Thanks to Ross's bang average Sats results His life took a a turn for the better When he attended St. Columbus Secondary School Where he would meet heroes Tom the Game Toll, producer Joe Power And a drunk 11 year old named Pat And would achieve the honour of nearly being The best artist in that specific school year At that specific school Wonderful after having the thrill of a lifetime being educated alongside the UK's greatest future podcasters, Ross decided he would go and do a degree involving cartoons or something at university and went on to work in films such as Inception, Deathly Hallows Parts 1 and 2, and John Carter. Oh my in North America, John Carter opened first in How the box office go on? and swiftly fell to second place behind the Lorax. Oh Although Lord. the film grossed nearly $300 million worldwide, it lost a considerable amount of money due to its cost. And respect. At the time of its release, <laughs> Disney claimed the film's production budget was $250 million, although tax returns released in 2014 revealed oh. the exact budget was $263.7 <laughs> million <laughs> <laughs> after ta- taking tax credits into account. We
2: just spin the whole Before
1: the film opened, <laughs> analysts predicted the film would be a huge financial failure due to its exorbitant combined production and marketing costs of $350 million, With president of Hollywood.com noting John Carter's bloated budget would have required it to generate Worldwide ticket sales of more than $600 million to break even, a height reached only by 63 films in the history of music movie making. On, the, on May eighth, 2012, Walt Disney Company released um, a statement on its earnings en- which attributed the $161 million dollar deterioration in the operating income of the studio entertainment division to a loss of $84 million in the quarter <laughs> ending March 2012 primarily to the performance of John Carter and the associated cost write-down. Okay. The film resulted in a $200 million <laughs> write-down uh, for Disney, ranking it among the biggest box office bombs of all time. That's I think that's great. a pretty accurate intro. For, <laughs> pretty much sums up Ross. It <laughs> sums up Ross, I think, quite well. Uh, um, yeah, thank you for me. Welcome to the show, mate.
0: <laughs> welcome to the show. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if um if that, if that intro didn't give listeners an idea of of what Ross does, he worked on John Carter. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. The, I mean, we're all great we're success. All, we're all content creators. I like to think. Tom yes. Tom creates his uh, comedy. Yep, his four star comedy. Joe, you create your music. Yep, three star music. I, I create a bad impression. <laughs> and, yes, uh, <laughs> in most <those> rooms, <laughs> pretty much every room. Um, <laughs> but all of all of the content we've created, I'd argue Ross has created stuff that pi- millions have seen.
1: Oh yes, or or at least contributed to the creation of. Uh, I mean. Well, some incredible things. I mean, we're doing him down by saying he worked on John Carter, yeah, but that okay. is an undisputable fact. No, I mean, You worked that at, on that film. Yeah. Did, did and and I quote, <laughs> one that. of the biggest <laughs> box office bombs of no, all time. I, know, but I, you, I feel that pain every day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you've made up for it. You worked on the number one film of last year. You worked and, on... Uh, uh, yes. Infinity War. Infinity War. Avengers Infinity War. Oh, so really tell, tell the listeners what you do. Uh, so
3: hi everyone thank you joe for that wonderful introduction that was uh hey you're more than welcome man. no it was thorough thorough <laughs> honest <laughs> and uh it, it really it's delved really deep into my <laughs> my past we just you were just a divorce away from being spot on <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no I, visual effects is my career choice yes mm-hmm. uh, i have unfortunately worked on films such as john carter
1: Hey, we, I
3: loved that No, film. hey, it's fine. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, you, you've, done, you've done a lot of research on it, Joe, so that makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, everything but watching the fucking Yeah, thing. I've <laughs> never
0: seen the film. Never seen it. Um,
3: but no, I've uh, yeah been doing visual effects for 10 years now. Um, worked on multiple, I think 20, 20 movies now I think I've done in total. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, I think the first one I ever done was Inception. So that was quite... That's horrible. not a bad... No, so that was a good... One. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I peaked <laughs> early doors with it my was, visual um, effects
0: career. It was massively annoying watching Inception with you. Yeah. Because I was sat next to you in the cinema yeah. and uh, that you, because... just, <laughs> you just kept nudging me. <laughs> going, Oh, that's one of mine. Oh, that's one of mine. There's a bit where when Ellen Page is moving the, the mirrors... Yeah, 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 and uh, yep. she steps over something that's not there because yeah. it was where like power cables were or yeah, something. Yeah. You and uh, oh, what did she just step over? Oh. Incredible <laughs> recall. That is one hundred percent accurate. Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. remember that. No you've man, drunk I, so much more than me <laughs> since then. I was, I was that annoyed at the time. It is <laughs> seared into my brain. Oh wow!
1: But so, how did you? What made you decide to go down that path? Was it your rivalry with the best artist
3: in the year, Michael Rumble? <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's, a, it's a rivalry that drives me to this day. <laughs> to this day. Honestly, I, I don't even know what he's doing now. No, he's I don't. He's touching know you know. up something somewhere. <laughs> 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 As in paintings, Joe. Paintings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Too much. Uh, so, yeah, what was it that made you want to do? Did you just want to follow art? Is that? Yeah, no, I,
3: I, I always had a passion growing up for animation. Oh. Uh, I remember when my dad got his first uh, camcorder, I would... It was, a bit, it was a bit dark, but I guess in a way, but I would use <laughs> my... Yeah. Film, film your family in secret? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I, I feel like I should have told the story first. <laughs> um, I, would fi- I would put... So my sister had a Barbie set and she had a Barbie Ferrari and she had a Barbie Cindy doll, whatever they were. And right. I had my Action Man. Nice. And I'd put my Action Man in the barbie ferrari right, and yep. then i would do a stop motion animation of my sister's ferrari car being driven via the action man running over her barbie doll and then would and then would proceed to to show her her sure. cindy barbie doll being um aggressively and run. Wow. As, See, I like, mean,
1: uh, as I said, a very unremarkable
0: child. <laughs> I mean, Spielberg had his Super 8 uh camera and would make like home videos in his back garden of like yeah, alien no. invasions and stuff. You're no. running over your sister's toys. <laughs> yeah. Now I was like anti-toy story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, so you've always been driven by spite. <laughs> it is effectively. Yeah, spite and rage and jealousy. That's kind
3: of my my, my real key Are factors sure? me here.
1: Now I I imagine a lot of our listeners. Uh, their ears would have pricked up when I said that you worked on Deathly Hallows Part 1 and 2. That would have been one of your early jobs. Yeah, What yeah. Did
3: you What did you do on those films? Well, actually, my first Potter job was Half-Blood Prince. So I started, really? Yeah. I That's just, not on your IMDb no, page? No, it's not. I was uncredited on Half-Blood Prince. I'd, so the first Potter job that I did was the wedding scene in the Half-Blood Prince wow. where they get attacked. I can't remember whose wedding it was because... You
0: know. No, thank no, you for no, having no, me on the no, show. No. But my Potter knowledge is shocking. Hang on, there's no wedding in Half Blood. Uh, the weddings at the start of Deathly Hallows Part One. Or are know, you it's... talking about the Burrow attack from Half? Oh, mate, the, the Burrow
3: attack. Sorry, yeah. yes, that's I'm getting confused. But that was my first role on wow. a Potter movie, but uncredited. But uncredited, yeah. So that would have just been the company that you worked for. Yeah. So it was right. sort of the way it started off. Maybe not so much now. But when I started, was you'd sort of you would be given opportunities to work on a film mm. to almost prove yourself. So, you know, I that was quite early in, into my career. Yeah. Uh, and you would be given opportunities to sort of pick up shots or, you know. Oh, okay. Did, did, were you on set? No, no, no. There was no one. No, this was sort of very early days. So okay, this was okay. sort of, you'd get, uh, you'd get a scene through and they'd ask you to track it. So you do the camera tracking, which is sort of generating a 3D camera right. to put your CG elements into that environment. Uh, so they would give you a scan, you would track it, and then they would use that to determine whether or not you could actually move into the role full-time. Right. Oh, so it, was wow. sort of, it, was what, it was how they would sort of get people to transition out of a running role and into an artist role.
1: That's fair, because I think, because there is so... On your IMDB page, you've got a bunch of different... Uh, roles that you've had yeah. but a lot of them I, d- I mean I don't know what they are no, I don't know what they made mean. up. Uh, well, so what, what's, a, what's a generalist uh, <laughs> TD t- <laughs> oh. does TD mean technical director yeah there you go you, so you, you but what's a generalist a generalist makes you sound that's so what you bang were. average yeah. you it were a really generalist uh, technical director <laughs> <laughs> on Dunkirk and I know you were on set for a bit of Dunkirk yeah, yeah, so, you? yeah
3: so a generalist it's the way it all started out was you would have specialist departments uh, so when I first started, you would have uh, a match mover, uh, a modeler, a texturer, a look dev artist, and and, it, and things would be split out. But right. the way the industry sort of changed and, and sort of became more sort of, obviously, monetary sort of focus sure. was they wanted to employ people that would have a more generalist skill set. So you would get someone in who wasn't necessarily a specialist, but...
1: But you you can go jack of all trades Exactly, yeah. yeah.
3: So... Um, They, For people that were there from a runner position like myself, they steered us in the direction of becoming a generalist because it utilised a wider skill set, which meant that we had much more value for the company. And it it meant we wouldn't be thrown away.
1: So does that mean that you basically have to learn every bit of software
3: yeah and the nate is such a constantly evolving industry because software yeah there's something is new coming changing. out and there's new patches exactly or whatever, and, yeah. it, and it used to be i mean you joke about john carter but john carter did drive quite a lot of stuff forward because disney it was the sort of real first before they did the star wars sort of sure you know uh, the reboot, reboots. Yeah, um, it was. The, the, you know, they piled a lot of money into it because you know they wanted it to be that franchise. They there right. was no real intention at that time to start pushing the Star Wars again. They wanted to no, reboot sure. it as a separate trilogy. So John Carter was always put forward as th- a new trilogy of that was, space. It was films. meant to be a trilogy, yeah, wasn't it? But and they, would you have been
1: working on all three of them? Had you not messed it up? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, probably, Joe, yeah. Annoyingly, because uh, I, I went through the John Carter uh, Wikipedia page and I wanted. To, I, found, I found some Paul quotes from uh, reviewers, but annoyingly, they all said it looked good. It was the story yeah, see, that let it down. So. There we go, I'll take that. He's,
0: Ross is good at his I'll job. take that. I'll so take when that. you did, you did <laughs> some stuff, like we mentioned on Infinity War, you worked on the scene in Nowhere where thanos gets the reality stone right yeah now nowhere's already been designed because we've already seen it in guardians yes. of the galaxy yeah so how does how does that happen? because you didn't do guardians of the galaxy no. another company did so yeah. what happens uh, this other company just so, share just just give you all their work well yes yes and no so it's
3: kind of uh, there are massive politics within within this that whole sort yeah. of uh, part as in obviously the, the rights aren't owned via the Company that produces the visual effects. The visual effects is owned by Disney, yeah. or you know, whoever's, whoever's fronting the cash. They've bought exactly. the product, so they own the rights to whatever it is. So they, if they request that material, the facility that generated the material has to pass it on. the The, the problem is that the, especially within London, there is a, a massive saturation of visual effects companies trying to get a piece of the pie, mm. and so when you get awarded the work. That someone else that has bid for, someone else had, well, someone else has bid for, and also done the work on previously. Right, they oh, will do. Kick in the teeth they will do their very, very best to send you it as badly as they possibly oh, can, wow. so that you can't. So essentially, so you do a bad job, so that in in theory, Disney could go, "Why aren't you able to deliver on this? We gave you the asset. Why is this not happening?" Mm. You can't turn around and go, oh, "Well, they didn't give it to me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> he he you, you have to. You just have to be professional and deliver what you can, but. The sort of you know what the other companies are thinking is if they fail, that work will default back to us because they know that they can trust us to deliver on the product because we've got it here.
1: Well, uh, this is fascinating talking to you about this because look we we've never actually properly spoken in depth about your work because we're mates yeah. uh, we like to just constantly remind you that you worked on john carter and uh, the second best i've asked i know i you know what
0: sec- like when he was a match best. when he was a match move artist i knew what match move artistry was it's basically st- rotoscoping right still, do- still don't you. know, <laughs> still don't know still don't get
1: but let's uh pat what's we'll, what's we'll say me and you we dumb it down a little bit and we catch up with tom toll <laughs> <laughs> let's give a call.
4: Uh, hello hello mate hello right? <laughs> hello yeah i'm good how are you guys i'm all right you you've just come off stage literally just come off stage yeah how'd, how'd it go? go very nice one it was great yeah good fun today
1: the uh, sa- the saturday crew were in
4: saturday crew in uh an old lady walked out after five minutes oh, dear. which was but that regardized the audience um it's probably due to a joke about pegging uh, and yeah. <laughs> do you want to explain to our listeners what pegging is?
0: Or just explain um, to me?
4: <laughs> no, if they I'd say Google it, um, but be careful.
0: Google okay. it but be, be careful. Okay. Shall I shall I look it up on Urban Dictionary? Right, yeah. okay, we'll
1: have a we'll have a yeah. Pat li- Google it live. Alright, I'm doing it. Are you
0: being careful though? <laughs> I'm not being <laughs> careful. <laughs> I'm juggling razor blades while I do it. <laughs> How's it going though, man?
4: Good. Yeah. Yes. I had a, I had, a, I had the toughest one the to run yesterday, and then today was really lovely. So,
1: well, why was yesterday was, tough?
4: Just, just couldn't quite crack them yesterday. Couldn't quite get to get get the momentum flying. But there's, there, it's a, uh, you know, it's a marathon. You're going to have some ups and downs. And everyone was going, oh, you yeah. So Tom, it's not bad to, you know, t- hit the wall one time. You've
1: had some, uh, you've had some lovely reviews, Tom.
4: I have. I've had some really nice reviews. Yeah, and what was um, the... audiences seem to be really lovely. What so. was the one no, I read a so, review yeah.
0: of you the other day where it said even the child in the front row enjoyed it?
4: Oh shit! I had an eleven-month-old in. Oh, oh, nice! Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is that was, was a lot of fun because I just <laughs> yeah I uh I know how to deal with that. I've I've had an eleven-month-old, so yeah, it was fine. That was really nice. Well, um, I just
0: looked up pegging. Well wow. You will not yeah. conceive a child, uh, <laughs> Peggy. No, no, it's very uh, much a role
4: reversal. Uh, <laughs> okay, yep, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: Keep it clean. Um, but so so uh, t- that's when she got. Up. Go on. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's, that's when the old lady. All oh, right, understandable. Yeah,
0: so, <laughs> so, wait, the old lady knew so what I... pegging
4: was. She was
0: like, "This show's uh, not for
4: me." <laughs> I don't use the word pegging. I, um, yeah, well, you know. It's, You're far it's more graphic. Oh, this... No, not graphic. So that's the thing. I was I even said to the audience were laughing. I was just like, I think I'm the least one of the least offensive comedians up there, and she's walked out. This is that's gonna be a long month for her. She's gonna like, struggle. Yeah, big time. Um but yeah, had a had a nice one. Uh, yeah. they, is there, is one, more it, to, one
1: more week to go. I, uh, I liked uh, your social media this week where you've been uh, cynically using your child to market your show. Oh, more than
4: cynical. Yeah. <laughs> Worse. Wasn't that, Worse. There's a real cynical. darkness to
0: it, in fact. I love it. Yeah. She's she's uh, never too old for that. Like, <laughs> Wasn't your first right. Edinburgh show bringing her out on stage at the end? Or your no,
1: second? No, no, did, no, he didn't have I did a job for his first. No,
0: oh, yeah, not his first. But, oh, all right, well, your first no, one after uh, she was she, born, she came out.
4: She came to a couple of the bucket speeches at the end um, <laughs> when she was, a lady. <laughs> that was it. That's She was only clever. two months
1: old. For, uh, for listeners, yeah. the bucket speeches, if, if you're doing a free entry show, you ask for donations at the end of it, much like we'll be doing at the Bill Murray in
4: two bloody weeks. Oh, God. Wait. well I like to think that we won't I like to think we won't be asking for that because I like to sell this I like to sell it out
1: well hopefully mate I don't I mean Ho- I haven't spoken hopefully. to you this week uh, are we still are we still selling tickets mate still selling tickets
4: yeah lovely. checking out on it all. oh they're coming are they oh lovely um, so yeah <laughs> if you want to come and uh, come to the show um, yeah go to angelcomedy.co.uk uh, I'm on I'm on fire on my in my stagecraft in a minute so just imagine when I'm out there <laughs> I'll be out there offending everyone. Apparently, um, yeah, it's going to be a really good show. It's going to be a really fun show. Yeah, I hope so of, bring uh, your ground.
1: Once it, I mean, we're, yeah. still, we're still we're
4: still we're still at you the stage tickets, of
1: thinking of planning.
4: I was going to say, yeah, yeah. If you, if you do book your tickets, let us know on social media so we can give you a big shout out. Yes, mm. big time. We'll RT you.
0: And maybe, maybe tell us on social media what you want us to talk about. or like <laughs> Yes, or any, any <laughs> give ideas. Give us any ideas <laughs> for what we can do in this show.
1: <laughs> if you've had experience writing any.
4: shows. Oh, write a please. Yes. Dude, Anything. Get
1: Anything. in touch.
4: <laughs> get in touch. Help us out.
1: Gang, should we have some bloody emails? Yeah, go on. I finally yes, got round to printing them out. And so we've hey. got, I've, I've chosen three delicious emails to read uh, for you this week. The first one comes from Connor, a first-time emailer. He says, hi, guys. My name's Connor, and I've been listening to your podcast for just under two months, and I've caught up to all your episodes. Nice. That's a lot. Wow. Well done, Connor. <laughs> that's averaging. Thanks. That's over one a day. If you're doing it in thanks around 60 days. It. Yeah, thanks for sticking with it, Connor. Nice one. Uh, I've been really enjoying the podcast and you're actually the first podcast I've ever listened to. It's everything I love, which is geeky pop culture and movies that I wish I could talk about at work. But being a tradesman, I have to keep up this fake persona that I'm a lad. What they they don't know is that all I do when I'm home is put on my Gryffindor jumper, Star Wars pajama bottoms, and I want to binge Lord of the Rings and Stranger Things. Oh, he's in the geeky closet. The ultimate moment. Uh, in he's the another late- jock. He's in. An- yeah, he's an undercover jock. Uh, the <laughs> ultimate the moment in the, the, the latest series of Stranger Things. Uh, right, I'm going to redact that bit. Redact that bit. Never-ending story. The no, song. Uh, yeah. And then the rest of I that. I absolutely re- love redact. that. I absolutely agree. And Never I keep. I keep, I keep bit, singing but...
0: that at Mike in the house. Just turn around. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it is such, it, that is a great moment. Uh, the guys at work also don't know that I like making my own costumes for Comic Con. My oh, best one no. so far is going as Christopher Nolan's Two Face. He's attached a picture. I'll show it to you in a bit. Nice. Uh, I would say that my rank in your crew is a van vibrator. Wow! <laughs> um, uh, since I listen to your podcast on the drive to all my jobs, and I laugh and shake the van up, I'm hoping to come to the live show as well in September. Hopefully, see you there, um, Tom. I know you. I, oh, Tom, you'll like this, Tom. I know you're a fan of Cholton. Well, the company that my yeah. <laughs> uncle owns and Dad. Um, the company that my uncle owns and that my dad works for is Axis, which used to be on the side of the tunnel at the Charlton Grounds. My dad Don't and watch, uncle yeah. are good friends with Tom, Alan Kirbishly. And when I next Curbs. see him again, I'll see if I can ask for his autograph and plug the podcast. Imagine if Kirb oh, starts listening. Do.
4: Imagine Alan Kirbishly. Listening to this <laughs> this nonsense. Called. That's all that's all oh, I really appreciate that because Connor's got the opposite problem to me, because I hang out with a bunch of geeks and really I'm a bloody <laughs> <bat>. <laughs> He's an absolute geezer
0: over there. I've always a loved secret lad over here. I've always loved the name Kirbishly because it sounds like like dubious behaviour. Like, oh he's Ish. acting a bit he's acting a bit, he's de- oh, <laughs> a bit today. <laughs>
4: Uh, anyway, stretch, Con- yeah. he's Con- a bit curvishly if you know what I mean <laughs> right,
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Connor finishes uh, anyway uh, I've been going on for way too long but I just wanted to say quickly that I do suffer from anxiety and I'm always overthinking everything in my life such as am I going on too long in this email uh, but you guys make me laugh and smile and also you fill my long drives every day with fond memories of growing up and watching all the pop culture movies and reading Harry Potter just bring it back to Potter uh, <laughs> Good. Good luck. <laughs> keep keep being awesome and, and being an inspiration to all those suffering with mental health issues because it's okay to not be okay. Bagaz. Yes, Connor, absolutely right, mate. Yeah man, happy to help.
4: Yeah, whether you're a geek, whether you're a lad, whether you're a jock, um, it's it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to, to suffer from anxiety and to feel that you can talk about it is amazing. Uh, which Absolutely. is what I've been talking about in my
0: show at 125 at Marlins.
1: So world. cynical, so <laughs> cynical. What? His no. daughter <laughs> first. <laughs>
0: we've, we've already. All right, so you haven't heard the intro yet, Tom, but we've already plugged your show. So yeah, we've you plugged
1: your show. You don't need to. You got. You got to plug in the first minute, mate. Which? What you
4: plugged? Your show. What? Sometime mediocre
1: boy. Unbelievable. Yeah. 125 <laughs> Marlins win. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right well uh, this well, is on thursday so i'll have
1: literally four more days left oh wow you're gonna be wait so next podcast are we gonna be in the same room together yeah yeah oh, oh it'll be a tight edit but we can do we we'll all be in the same room wait when's, yeah, yeah when's the live show i'll be
4: home on september 1st um, i'll be driving uh, i'll be driving home on sunday next sunday monday do you re- night do you reckon
1: you'll have any energy for monday night
4: uh, oh
0: yeah, of course. Yeah, we're in I, the same room. Uh, That's gonna be fun. And I like the Monday night record because yeah. I'm already up and out the house. Yes, so I can't, I can't miss it. Oh, we're gonna have a good one, right? And, and you're welcome, you're by the right, way. Yeah. For, the, for the three hours out of my day, it does take me to get here. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. You know, don't, no, don't mention
4: it. No, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Definitely didn't mention it. I sometimes listen to a footballer podcasts, and they talk about how the early morning kickoff on the Saturday morning can be a bit disorientating. I think that's what's happened here. Mm. That's not used to the early morning mm. early
0: kick-off. I, I, just, I the... just haven't um, between between the Stag do um, uh, two weekends ago, last weekend, and then all this week at work, I just don't feel rested. Mm. I just don't feel rested at all. What did
4: you, what did you do last weekend?
0: Um, I had a cousin's birthday on uh, Saturday, the 30th birthday, and then we recorded on the Sunday, which again is like Four four and four and a half, five hours out of the day. Mm. Um, so yeah, by the time I, I, and I just felt ill at work and I, yeah, it's not been the best week, but, um, oh, but hey, but hey, <laughs> let's,
1: uh, let's We're keep this mood going. Uh, we have a retu- we have a return from our regular correspondent, Joe. Oh, the angry Joe. This is in reference to a couple of weeks ago. So sorry for not reading this out. Uh, <laughs> oh. More recently. Uh, so he starts with, wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> That's how he starts the email. What uh, are you doing? What's wrong with him? 14 highly entertaining emails of pure content gold, a cracking good riddle, and a fan fiction story which has never been used. <laughs> we counted, will get around to that. He counted and, his emails. <laughs> and for what? Clearly, all this effort I have put into supporting this pissant of a show over the last couple of years has been for nothing. <laughs> I'm not expecting to be the top-ranked listener as such, or even in the top three, but to not even get an honourable mention, even Beardy D, who has actually started his own rival podcast in an attempt to steal your audience, gets some bloody praise. It's not, Why? A, rival? It's not a rival podcast. <laughs> I think this is another classic case of clean-shaven discrimination. Which has plagued our society in recent years, thanks to wannabe hipsters like Joe Power jumping on the bandwagon (laughs) and bringing back the beard trend. All three of you seem to be capable of growing somewhat half-decent-looking facial hair, something that, as a 32-year-old man, I am yet to master. (laughs) Even if I go without shaving for a couple of weeks, all I achieve is an ugly, patchy mess on my face. It doesn't look rugged or manly or attractive, just pathetic. My wife wife won't pay me the time of day, and my kids won't even let me kiss them goodnight, (laughs) complaining that my face is too spiky. Maybe I'll start listening to another mildly humorous podcast and email that solid gold content to them using the moniker Beardy J, as it seems to be the only way to get any respect in this sad, beard-ridden, modern world we live in. (laughs) Uh, before, Before I started listening to your show this morning, I read the description in which you were once again begging your listeners to email in with new content ideas. So being the good, kind, and supportive listener that I am, I thought... I know, I'll try and think of some good to- content to suggest to the guys. They'll love that and will no doubt be re- really grateful and for yet another one of my many great contributions to their show. But you know what? Now I've only got two words for you. You can guess what they are. Uh, I'm done. Bye trying guys. <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm done trying to help drag this show off off its knees. And if and if you think I'm going to turn up to the live show in September, you can guess again. You'll have to find some other mug this time. Maybe give Lupin or Catherine or Beardy Deer a call, seeing how they're your top ranked listeners.
4: Good day, sirs. <laughs> I'm a massive fan of that Uh, Listen Whether you've got a beard Or you don't have a beard
1: It's okay okay. to not be okay
0: I oh, know um, I'm 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 a similar I'm similarly afflicted with the uh I can't grow I can't grow a very good beard. Someone uh a friend of mine Sean Schmaltz once described it as spatial hair instead spatial of facial. hair <laughs> Oh wow because there's a the big facial hair. There's the big bear patches, yeah. I've
4: got the problem where my my facial hair doesn't grow in the mid, in the middle of the top lip. So I've got like a reverse Hitler. You do. You have the anti Hitler. You have the reverse Hitler, don't you? I mean, and you yeah, are. Which sounds I would like describe a you as a... a couple would
1: enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there um, with Peggy. I a reverse but Hitler tonight. Joe, uh, we're sorry if it seems like we've been uh neglecting we've neglecting you. Obviously, we give you an honorable, honorable mention. Uh, we love getting content from you. Um uh, so yeah, please do keep emailing in. But let's uh, let's now move on to one of my favourite listeners, Beardy D. Has been back in touch. Hey! Hey! Welcome (laughs) back into the fold. Uh, He says, Oh, guys, I may be the host of another podcast, but you will always be my first love. I am honoured to be your Hagrid. Apologies for not being in contact, but I've been quietly listening and judging. To (laughs) to keep peace in the pod wars, I have a suggestion for you. Universal have recently opened their new Hagrid ride. If you were put in charge of creating the next one, who or what part of the wizarding world would you focus on and what type of ride slash experience would it be? Happy now? <laughs> Maybe return the yeah. favor with a question or two on my podcast, you hypocrites, baggers. Uh, that's a good point. We should email their podcast.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll I've, email. I've,
4: I've, I've emailed a question. Oh, have you? I've Brilliant. A that's I done.
1: Have... Uh, did you sign it from all three of us, like a birthday card? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just you uh, um,
4: Yeah. Yeah. I put in enough money that it could be conceivably from all three.
0: Um, <laughs> I, I um... was thinking,
4: so if he's our if he's our Hagrid, what do we call? Um, what's Joe? What would Joe be?
0: Joe um, would be...
4: He's our filch, Joe. I was about to <laughs> he's say a our filch. filch.
1: isn't he? Such a filch. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Dirty squib. <laughs> you filthy squib. <laughs> um, I would like, uh, um, in reference to this question, I would like a uh, tri-wizard experience.
2: Mm. You can do the
4: underwater task, Good. Uh, the dragon task, trying to get the egg, and the maze task. I think they would be really good. No,
1: you—that's like, <laughs> a great idea. Are you talking? It
0: would uh, be roller coasters, but, yeah. yeah, a ride that sort of like goes uh, under the under like underwater tunnels, and then around. Uh, the... I think the.
4: I don't know. I, I think the, uh, the, the 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 first one would probably be a roller coaster because you could be on a broomstick or an, like how the Avatar ride is, um, where it's all VR, right? Um, or so. But, yeah, maybe maybe the same for all three of them, actually. It was such a good ride that I was like, you know what? This is the future. You don't need to have roller coasters. You just need to feel like you're actually there and your belly lurches and you just feel, feel alive. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, Avatar that did that to me. And I hate Avatar. <laughs> so imagine if I'm, if I'm down there with the Mur people, I'm going to absolutely love it.
0: I mean, I was, uh, I was a fan of the old Back to the Future ride, which was basically you just sit in the car and then they would project stuff. Uh, up around yeah. it so maybe like yeah. the um the flying ford a ride based around that you just sit in the that's car yeah. idea. and then uh, some other stuff happens on the way to get into hogwarts maybe
1: yeah, yeah that's a great idea i'd like to be one of the dementors and just really ruin someone's life <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my ideal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> theme park ride it's not really a ride <laughs> it's the ride of my life mate. people oh. queue up to have you berate them <laughs> 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 yeah, he will, lot. he will not literally suck out your soul, but you will feel emptier after the experience.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh. So thanks so much to everyone who emails the show, but especially Connor and BDD Definitely,
1: oh, big man. love to Connor and BDD. First time email, a Connor. Lovely Catherine. to hear from you.
4: <laughs> And Taylor. All of them. Oh,
1: we love it. TT, we haven't heard from you in ages. Get back yeah. in touch. Come on, man. I want to know what's going on.
4: You're all, you're all plus ones.
1: You're all plus ones. Everyone we've mentioned is so far. In that list, not in the whole episode. Joe as well, we love you too. You're a plus one, mate. You know, yeah. We, we've
0: highly enjoyed your horrible, horrible emails. How about, how about we promise yeah. next week to read out his fan fiction?
1: Okay, next week. Because we, I liked his fan fiction. We will think about reading out (laughs) his (laughs) his fan fiction. Alright, thank you very much. If you want to get in touch as ever, it's AATTApod on your social media or uh, AATTApod at gmail.com to email. Nerd! There
4: are two kinds of dogs and birds.
3: Hey pal, did you get a load of the nerd? Pardon me,
1: All right, gang. Time for some geekery, then. Yeah. Uh, so, what's what's
0: been the big news this week? Um, oh God, I, I texted you. Uh, I can't remember what it was. Something about Star Wars. Oh, Ewan McGregor's in talks to play yes. Obi Wan in a TV yes. series. Yes.
1: Oh my word! I saw the. Uh... I didn't see any of the headlines saying it had been confirmed. I saw the film clickbait one yeah. saying it's not been confirmed yet. Don't read these articles, but it might happen.
0: He, he's in talks for it to happen. And he's always been quite enthusiastic about returning to the role. Yeah. I mean, I'm, because he's
1: publicly said uh, I would want to do it, mm. I assume talks have been ongoing for years.
0: Well, there was one of the planned um, side stories was the Obi-Wan movie about yes. his uh, presumably about his exile because he'd be around about the right age for it now where he's waiting on Tatooine for luke to come of age yeah um and that was a planned movie and i think at one point even sort of formally announced as being at least in development didn't have a release date then after solo absolutely bombed and disney wiped the whole movie slate clean and said we're gonna you know r- review the slate And then they seem to be making this big push into their streaming service. Obviously, it's going to be a huge cash cow for them. Mandalorian will be a big thing. Mandalorian, the Cassian Andor series. And now it looks like an Obi-Wan series, which, to be honest, I'm actually quite happy about because a movie, like a two and a half hour movie, would have been great. But this is something that I think has legs. I think you could tell a 10-hour story.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: More so than Home Alone. Speaking of of having
1: legs, do you think uh, Darth Maul will turn up in this and they'll have another little battle?
0: I mean, if you if you to count the Rebels animated series as canon, that's already happened. So maybe they'll right. be retelling that story. Maybe. Because it
1: obviously he turns up at the end of Solo Spoiler. He right? does,
0: he is still alive. And and him being alive is something that's been in Clone Wars and Rebels.
1: Yeah, it's like robot legs and stuff. Yeah,
0: like spidery why, robot legs.
4: Why do they keep um I don't know why why do they keep referencing the prequels? What so People want to forget that they happened. I I don't so. know. Well, mate, they sold a lot of
1: toys. I think to be yeah. perfect, to be as cynical as you, when you're marketing your show, uh, I think the toys of Darth Maul sold an awful lot, and his, especially his lightsaber.
0: And also, it's just it's um, for for things like the Clone War series and and Rebels. It is it is untapped stories like. Disney, have re- well, Star Wars just for the last 30, 40 years or something now yeah. has, with all the spin-off books and comics and video games, the original trilogy, there's, pre- they've pretty much told every story around that era oh, yeah, that they yeah, can. Yeah. The prequels, while not great, is still an era that you could exploit.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh,
4: exploit is the word, though, isn't it? it is, oh, absolutely. It you know, when, when they spend however many billions on buying working... the rights. Yeah, they're, they're not working to demand here, are they? They're no. working to how much money they can squeeze out. And oh, yeah, solo...
1: they'll go They'll go as long as they can. Yeah. Uh, I, I squeeze couldn't. every penny.
4: 20 minutes I got into Solo, it was utter rubbish.
1: <laughs> it wasn't good, was it? It
4: was it badly lit good, and I'm as really well.
1: Badly lit. Um, well,
4: yeah, but you you guys had talked it up like it was going to be a three out of five, and it really wasn't. I thought
1: it, I thought it was a three out of five. I thought it was fine. I thought it was better than, but it's only because it was better than Last Jedi. Yeah, I think uh, I've watched it since and not
0: made it through. Uh, I haven't watched it since, it, I, and I I I know it will be the first Star Wars film I don't own. Wow. Okay. I've bought every other film on DVD or Blu-ray. I will not buy a Solo.
1: Let's let's not get too bogged <coughs> down into the uh, to the Solo stuff. Uh, what what else happened this week? Obviously, the trailer for uh, Last Christmas. Based, oh. on, based on the music of George Michael, starring Daenerys.
0: Yeah, Amelia Clark's in it, and um, the
1: guy from uh, that other film, that film that was quite popular. Oh yeah, him. Crazy, oh yeah, yeah. Crazy <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians. That's the one, Tom. <laughs> Sorry, uh, the breeze is still uh, attacking your phone here, Thomas. I'm I need to Hey. Here he goes. Um, There he is. uh, Yeah, that looks uh, like a Christmas film that I'll probably watch in about three, four years.
0: It looks festive. I won't go see it in the cinema. Even with my free cinema pass, I will not go and see it in the cinema. I don't want to...
1: That film has to come to me.
0: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I'm not going to it. I'm going to wait for it to be on TV one Christmas when I've got nothing else to do.
1: Every Christmas, people like to play that... The the avoiding that song game, don't they? They try to oh, yeah. avoid that yeah, song yeah, yeah. as long as they can. I don't know yeah. what the word is it's one of the great Christmas songs. It's on December first for me.
4: is the song in the trailer. Um- Yes,
1: of
4: course it is. Yes, so if that trailer comes out around Christmas time, exactly, people are not
1: going to be able to avoid it. No, uh, that film comes out I think mid-November, and I imagine they'll be marketing it quite heavily, so people are going to hear that song a lot. Comes out mid-November. That's a little early, I would have thought. It is a little early, but uh, I assume that's just them wanting to make as much money as they can before Star Wars comes out. That'll probably.
0: Oh yeah, that's true.
1: Annihilate like, the box. She was. She was in solo. <laughs> she was in solo, wasn't she? Let's
0: not uh, go on solo too long.
1: Uh, okay, uh, let's mix in a bit of Potter watch with this. Uh, yeah, the trailer for Little Women.
0: Oh yes, Greta Gerwig's new new movie.
1: Yes, based on the book. A book I've never read, but I've started started reading this week.
0: Oh okay. Any good? Yeah. All I, rem- I mean, all we, I know yeah, all I fine. know of the story is that bit from Friends where Joey's reading it. And yeah, he's like, I know. I. Beth got that, really sick. That's really. <laughs>
1: Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, quite near, I'm quite near the beginning. I've only read about three chapters. But uh, there's a reference to her having a headache. I'm like, I know where this oh, is going. No. Not Beth. <laughs> <It's> so annoying. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, that's, that's fun. Uh, but yes, uh, the reason that's part of Watch is, of course, uh, Emma Watson's in it. Yep. yep Curiously, yep. you don't hear her speak in the trailer. I wonder if her American accent's a bit dodgy.
0: I thought I heard her speak in the trailer.
1: I didn't spot her speak. Unless, <laughs> unless she was speaking, but she wasn't on camera at the time. No, I'm pretty
0: sure she said something about what's wrong with wanting to get married. She seems to be like the very straight arrow, whereas Saoirse Ronan is like the rebellious one.
1: Hmm, that might be right. I don't know. But anyway, she's in that film, and I like Greta Gerwig. Lady Bird was obviously one of my favourite films yeah. uh, of last year, or my favourite film of last year. Yeah, so, so I'm excited. To check it good out. cast, good director. Classic story. Should be good. Should be good. Um, what was the other part of watch this week? Oh, Daniel Radcliffe did... Um, an episode of uh, Who Do You Think You Are?
0: I uh, I didn't see it. Who does he think he is? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, did they did they uncover
1: anything? I saw a little bit of it, right, and it made me cringe to the point of my arms nearly snapping oh, off. Why? Uh, it's just it's just not. I don't I I don't really enjoy that show that much. To be honest, I think it's quite it's right. a bit too hammy. Uh, but there was basically one point. I turned it on like halfway through. Uh, and there's one point... Have the
4: not seen the, uh, the Danny Dyer one? That's
1: the best one. Oh, yeah, no, that was the famous one. He, I mean, he got his own that spin-off show out of that. Yeah, yeah, um, everyone yeah. loved that.
0: But uh, did you ever see the clip of Larry David on the American version? No. Where they find out that his ancestors uh, bought and sold slaves, and his reaction is pure Larry David. He just starts slapping the table going, Oh, you did it! You found them! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh dearie me. Uh but yeah basically there's this one bit in the show where uh he gets this letter. I think it's like a suicide note or something from one of his great ancestors. Um and uh the report uh, the per- the host goes uh, do you want to be left alone to read this and he goes yeah. And then basically right. what that means is the host leaves him alone? The camera crew follow him into the woods so he can read it and talk
4: to the camera about it. <laughs> oh, it's so and I just, safe. Oh, I cannot watch this anymore. Uh, I, believe, uh, I believe it was Pat Holland's words were all TV is fake. Yeah. Oh, yes. Don't yes, believe yes, anything yes. you
1: see. Nothing's don't real. Don't believe
0: anything on television, kids.
1: Uh, what other geekery was there for this week?
0: Um, oh, going back to Star Wars, uh, yes. Ryan Johnson's given an update oh. on his trilogy. <sighs> Apparently it's still happening because he's promoting his new movie Knives Out, the one with uh, Chris Evans and. Um, yeah, the one that looks a bit oh, fun. That. Yeah, it looks a bit fun. Uh... No, it doesn't.
4: It doesn't. <laughs> We've had this chat. Tom does not agree. That with looks That looks like a quirky piece of this. Um...
0: <laughs> but I'm I I'm I'm in two minds about Ryan Johnson's trilogy because my problems with Last Jedi were very much uh, the story mm. didn't feel like uh, a, an instalment of the Skywalker saga. But direct in terms of direction, it was a beautiful looking film. So, I got nothing against him directing more Star Wars. Mm. And if he's doing completely new characters where they can behave however he wants them to and it doesn't break any kind of continuity, I'm not totally against it. Yeah. But it's not enough to make me forgive Last Jedi. If this,
1: but if, if his new trilogy is going to be flipping Star Wars Juniors, uh, I can't, I can because you know, at the end of Last Jedi, with oh, a little kid, the kid picks up the, the broom.
0: broom. Oh yeah, if it's that, uh, if
1: that's what's the what the trilogy is going to be, then I have zero interest in it.
0: I'm going to go to the cinema and I'm going to urinate on the screen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we're, we're back. We're back with our mate Ross Wilkinson. But before we keep talking to him, let's remind ourselves of some of the classic things that Ross has worked on.
2: Son. Then Rasum.
0: Mercury.
2: Then Kosum.
0: Venus. Then Earth.
2: Us. That is Jasum. You are on Barsoom, John Carter.
1: Mars. I'm no on Mars. Unforgettable stuff there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> More like, more like, um, forgettable stuff there. (laughs) 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 Nah, come on, man. You've worked on a lot. What are you most proud of?
3: That's hard. I mean, I was, I have to admit, I love, I'm very, I'm most proud of, I think, Avengers. Yeah. Just because it was so huge. And even though it was only a small part of the biggest film ever made, Mm. it's. Still, it's the Star Wars of now, you know. For this generation. For this generation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's such a huge franchise. And, you know, I, I caught the cusp of Potter, you know. And I, I know it was lo- an amazing experience to be a, a part of the Potter franchise. But I was only just starting out in my career. And mm. I didn't have half of the experience that I have now. And so it kind of was very exciting. But I kind of came into it, you know, quite limited in my Skill sets sure, I was i wasn 't able, yeah. able to give everything to it, and I was kind of only part of a small thing to mm. be a part of Avengers from you know the, the onset experience through to
0: yeah of course because you were up in Edinburgh for yeah. the whole um, right. vision. Yeah, yeah yeah oh he, yeah Vision were, Gate
1: well Ross do you want to do you want to bring this up because I guess that's kind of a peeve you have with the yeah, podcast
0: I w- I, that's not what I was alluding to I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that's such a great moment in the film where like it's an ama- amazing catches moment. the spear
3: and... an amazing moment that everyone almost found out about thanks to Joe Power <laughs>
0: but, no
1: but and Pat but you but you didn't spoil anything for me crucially no I, we only we knew you were there because we knew you were on set and we knew you were on set on the Avengers yes. film and that was very exciting you not not going to tell your friends you're doing that no and it's only funny. because you we'd seen pictures of you with anthony mackie so we knew that anthony mackie was in edinburgh where you were i you didn't spoil the captain america stuff for me that was still
0: a cool no, reveal. no but it was kind of it was kind of obvious because again i didn't see any pictures but you were quick to tell everyone that you were working with um scarlett johansson yeah yes that's true. <laughs> yeah i mean who wouldn't <laughs> did
1: you, did you let people know if you're working with one of the biggest film stars in the world yeah absolutely, yeah, absolutely. i mean
3: i we, we never spoke no of course you didn't <laughs> <laughs> you weren't allowed anywhere and near I, and I, and I was about a hundred foot away at all times <laughs> <laughs> by law but but
1: how was it so did you get to socialize with any of the actors at all yeah
3: i mean the, the directors were quite um quite social you know in general they, they i think they actually bought a while we were there they bought a whiskey bar because we were shooting nights it bought yeah i say bought Or oh, hired one they hired a whiskey bar but a wow. pretty a pretty good one i, it, I mean if we go i it's pretty good okay <laughs> it's not it wasn't we're, cu- we're currently tom's in edinburgh so we'll avoid it yeah, now. yeah we'll, we'll go till next month.
1: we'll wait we'll wait for um we'll go in september yeah <laughs> <laughs> but
3: they they hired uh they hired this whiskey bar because we were shooting nights so you'd kind of go out shoot from seven in the evening till five in the morning. Wow. And then they'd sort of open this whiskey bar and you'd go and you'd sort of step in and sort of wind down in there. You know, obviously that wasn't the smartest thing to do all the time, but it, it definitely came in handy. Uh, but it was always very strange when you did go heavy in this place and leaving at eleven o'clock in the morning oh, to go and have a oh. sleep, and everybody just starting their tourism, and oh, you're you <laughs>
0: half cooked. They're, they're like, oh, another <laughs> another native. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> did, were, were the actors uh, going to the whiskey bar? As yeah, well? I
3: remember. So on our we had on our actual wrap, um, I remember everyone was there. So we had Chris Evans in there, Anthony Mackey. Um, we had oh god I can't remember her name the lady that plays a Valkyrie, Tessa uh, Thompson. Yes, but she wasn't actually in. She she's, was. She's not in the it. No, she scenes. was not in any of it. So we would all a bit. But they liked to do this. They would have people turn up on set. That's smart. To uh, throw off the scent from the press because really it's awesome. the same as they did with Endgame. I think they were bringing people because the actors they didn't even know. So mm. they would bring actors on set so the other actors didn't know who they were shooting their film that they're you know all of the wow all of the cast with you know who was in their scenes essentially so uh it's all very secretive and the script was being sort of edited daily and sort of we would only get snippets of it daily so that they couldn't get leaks but um anyway she was there uh and uh, who else that i think um mark ruffalo was there as well Oh, but uh they're all they're all lovely yeah i mean anthony mackie is very boisterous. Like he's a, he's, oh, a really? he's a bit of a lad. Yeah, I mean I was I didn't have a huge amount of interaction with him, but the ones that I did I mean he punched me in the balls. Wow, so wow. That, that was oh, yeah. Man, that yeah, no, it was it was yeah, I got Why? Falcon punched right in the balls. <laughs> what did you do? What did you do to Falcon? I I, I literally think I went in for an introduction. So <laughs> <laughs> he said hello. And then he just said, he went, Falcon punch. <laughs> That, that was that was yeah, That was very strange. Well, but they, the it, they, 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 it's weird because we would have um, departments would throw parties as well. So like the grips would throw a party, or mm. craft would throw a party, and 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 the, the crew and the, the actors would always turn up. And in Edinburgh is obviously a massively diverse, huge city. It's a beautiful city. Everyone yeah, knows stunning. everyone, you know. But but they would, you know, you would expect that people around Edinburgh would know who. Anthony Mackie is, or they would know sure. who Mark Ruffalo is. Yeah, 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 but yeah. they would be in bars. And some of the dingiest bars I've been to, you'd have Anthony Mackie turn up, or the Russo brothers sitting there, and you'd just be like, wow. what, what is this weird... Like, And you'd have people that were just there, that weren't part of the production, who just didn't have a clue that they were sitting next to... A-listers. A-listers. I suppose like that. that's like so a holiday surreal.
0: for them. Because if they're living the glitzy Hollywood life 24-7, as their, as their social media would lead us to believe... Going to like a dingy bar is probably like a holiday. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: like something out of the ordinary, you know. Well, yeah, I mean Mark the the uh, Mark, uh, sorry,
3: the, uh, one of the Russo brothers, I can't remember if it was if it was Joe. But he would uh when we'd rap, he'd put on his rucksack and he'd literally just walk through Edinburgh to his hotel. He wouldn't get a car. He would just sort of just push through the crowd and just go, but no one had a clue who he was. Yeah, yeah. sure. Really, like and I know that it's obviously he's huge, but no one knew who he was, so he was just able to just enjoy himself it was it was a very surreal you know it's not something that hell. i
0: sort of expected to see I, they I, did such an incredible job on on the mcu like like oh, yeah. winter soldier is still probably one of oh, the strongest standalone yeah
3: absolutely i think that was an incredible movie mm. but I then
0: and that then that. to turn it around with civil war and, and introduce like almost all the avengers and then to handle two of the biggest films of all time yeah well, well how was it for you russ because obviously you're
1: working on specific scenes you're not working on like the whole film yeah. So how was it for you as like obviously a massive fan just getting these little bits ruined
3: for you because yeah. you have to sit there for hours Yeah, I mean on on Avengers it wasn't uh it wasn't fun cuz <laughs> <laughs> you know kind of weak cuz we we would did the so on on Infinity War we did the um nowhere as Pat said um we did the Edinburgh sequence, which I was away for as well. But we also did the Wakanda battle at the end. We, we you, picked, could, you did that. Well, really? we didn't do all of it. We so it, again, how it kind of works is that companies often are not bit off more than they can chew, right. and so it will get mm. to a point in the production when they actually have to turn around and go, actually, we can't, we can't deliver on this, so we need to outsource some of this work. Sure. So uh, the company I was working for, uh, DNEG at the time, um, we were awarded uh the final final sequence with Thanos and Wow e- everything bar uh Thor hitting him in the in the chest. Right. With really? The yeah so I knew So you knew all of the so you knew the snap knew and everything. Every, no, see that it was that we'd had everything bar the snap. But oh, we had wow. we had everything post snap as well. So we were seeing people disappearing but we didn't understand what was kind of oh, happening. <laughs> so it was so it was like so
0: was the it, worst
3: you, spoilers you could ever possibly <laughs> have because you had no frame of reference you to why your favourite people, people were dying. Yeah. <laughs> you were like just,
0: what's going on? You're the one killing them. Yeah, like, I don't want to hey, like crying as we're painting them out. Oh <laughs> god! Yeah. So you 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 had the bit where um, Thanos is like going to punch Cap and Cap catches the the fist while he's wearing the gauntlet. Did you do that? Well, we did. So
3: the way it worked is. You, you don't get, again, it's all very strange, but people get awarded specific characters. So mm. for instance, on Guardians of the Galaxy, one company got uh, awarded um, Rocket and one company got awarded Groot, Right, which wow. is so strange when you think they spend almost all of their screen time together. Interacting, so like, you like rockets the, on his shoulder. Exactly. So you have to pass assets and characters between facilities seamlessly so that these things can integrate seamlessly so yeah. uh, it was the same with the thanos work we didn't do any of the thanos work thanos was being done by uh, a very famous company in america called, called dd i think it was i say very famous i don't remember what the name is but, it's <laughs> <DD>. <laughs> um, but they're they're they are very well known for their digi doubles which is and and their sort of facial recognition capture so they did right. all the thanos work so when we were doing um caps shields you know the, the wakanda shields that he had yeah. Like, yeah and we were doing the um uh extension set extension of wakanda so all the jungle work and the uh and actually the wakanda city in the background as well no nice. so we were doing all that but yeah we but yes we was we were doing elements
0: of those of those scenes right because i always wondered because in the movie he's basically got all the stones by that point apart from the mind stone yeah. which is still in vision's head but in the trailer in that shot they they had him only having two stones yes so I was wondering like do you get paid extra for that surely for like marketing yeah, stuff Yeah I remember
3: when I was a runner I don't know so much on that personally now cuz I haven't actually worked on those specific trailer mm. shots but you do you do a specific bid for trailer work Right So you would actually be paid an additional fee for things that need to be delivered on time and to a specific brief.
0: Like the Hulk charging into battle in the Infinity yeah, War well, it just doesn't happen. Well, yeah.
3: it was meant to... So there was, I remember looking at early edits and there were edits that were constantly changing. So the Hulk was initially, the, I think one of the early edits that I saw in Infinity War, the Hulk did
0: burst out of the Hulk suit. So there was a toy. There was a toy that came out that yeah. was based on that. Yeah, because right up until the last point, they were sure yeah. it was going to happen.
3: So exactly, and I remember seeing edits where he bursts out of the. I think he gets punched into the rock, Right. and then he bursts out of the rock. I think when he's fighting Thanos. But I think they, from the sounds of it, they, they wanted to offset that Hulk moment. And annoyingly, I don't think they delivered on that in Endgame. No, well, even I though he didn't. had a good. I enjoyed Professor Hulk. Yeah, I don't think it had the same. I it think- would
0: have been nice to see him make that. Actually, make that work yeah unifying the two elements of his psyche making that work instead of just going five years later and we're in a cafe and it's happened. exactly yeah so
3: i think that that was that was, i would say that is one of my only disappointments with that in those those two movies really. yeah but but yeah that 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 was in the edit from what i can remember till right till the very end yeah that's, I, that's why we got it so late is because and that's why i don't know if when if you watch it those scenes look quite shoddy and i know, from a VFX perspective right. because they were so rushed it was the same as Black Panther's final fight sequence that stuff gets delivered to people so late because the edits changes so
0: much I was going to ask this so you must be working and and producing loads of effect shots that suddenly they go oh we've cut that bit so you just don't need it
3: uh, yeah essentially that must be really frustrating yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean you do yeah I mean it's heartbreaking at times but you become I think it's a little bit more heartbreaking early doors because you're a little bit more passionate about what you do mm. now not so much but um, yeah it happens all the time they, they put things on hold or things get omitted things get cut from the show it, it all fluctuates based on edits it, it's not it, it's, it happens regularly I'm noticing it more now in television especially right. on comedy television mm. edits fluctuate so heavily mm. and the edit changes almost hourly it's crazy
1: Well, listeners, I hope you've uh, been enjoying our chat with Ross. I hope you've been finding it as interesting as we have. But mm. uh, let's remind ourselves of some more of the classic stuff that Ross has worked on over the years
2: Sun, then Rasu, <laughs>
0: Mercury, then Kosu, <laughs> Venus, <laughs> then Earth, us.
2: That is Jasum. You mm. are on Barsoom, yep. John yeah. Carter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so many great memories, there. riveting. Um, <laughs> he <was on> Mars. <laughs> uh, before we wrap things up with Ross, Pat, uh, you got any more questions for
0: him? Yeah, man. I I believe that your work on the Deathly Hallows, bringing it back to Potter, mm. means that you've got an official wand, right? Everyone who worked on it, oh has, yeah, of course, in the studios has yeah. has their own specifically designed wand. Yeah, that, that's what they'd have you believe. Oh, yeah. what? <laughs> what do, <laughs> do you know <laughs> What do you mean?
3: They gave everybody a wand, right? Who worked on the movies apart from the Deathly Hallows Part One and Two?
0: No. What? So
3: everybody that was credited for the movies up until I think it may have just been Deathly Hallows Part Two because I think I was actually uncredited in Deathly Hallows Part One as well. <laughs> everybody <laughs> else got.
1: So you don't so you, have a wand? You're uncredited in Half Blood Prince. Yeah. And part Hallows.
0: One. Yeah. And uh, had you been credited, you'd have a wand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, this has been a, yeah no. Oh, thanks, guys. Peeve.
1: <laughs> peeve. <laughs> Warner Brothers. Peeve. <laughs> well, Russ. Uh, before we go, I know you're not a Potter expert, so uh, I've given a little quiz Great. based on Wonderful. your career. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, uh, how so well do so you know yourself? Oh, just, oh no. Just, just, five, just five quick questions. See how well you do. Russ. Yes. Here we go. Where is John Carter? Is he on <laughs> Jarsum or Barsum? <laughs> well, that depends. Is oh. it is it Jawsom or Barsum? <laughs> Barsum. He's on Barsoom. Barsoom. <laughs> 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 correct. Oh, this is. Uh, you also you. We didn't get a chance to talk about. It. We'll get you back on the show no, at some high. point. But oh, yeah. uh, you also worked uh, on set in part for Dunkirk. Oh, I did.
3: Yes. Oh, I had some great stories.
1: What it. was oh. what was the name of Harry Styles' character in Dunkirk? Oh. Uh, Tommy. Incorrect. Oh. That, do you know? No, I don't. I've wait, never wait, seen no. Dunkirk once. No. You, you can have another guess. No, wait no it's gone it's alex was his name uh, no one cares uh what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're, they're skipping this bit uh oh god i can't believe you didn't bring this up you worked on paddington yeah yeah Oh, yeah. yeah. what yeah. a great film thank uh you. thank you very much what is the exact wording of the note hanging around paddington's neck when the brown family find
0: him uh uh oh um i don't know i don't know marmalade pat do you know is it my name's uh or like Take me somewhere. It's please
1: look after this bear. Thank you. Oh, okay. all is all That's all it says. Cute. Uh, in the Avengers, Anthony Mackie plays Falcon. Yes. What's Falcon's actual name?
3: Anthony
0: Mackie. <laughs> <laughs> do you know?
1: Uh, it's Sam. Sam. Uh, Wilson. Sam Wilson. Oh, Pat oh, got it. Research
0: so Russ didn't. Researched this. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. Otherwise, I'd have got the Paddington
1: question. And <laughs> final question, Ross. At yeah. the end of Inception, is it still a dream or is it not?
3: Well... Uh, well I heard from people that I work with, so Ooh. Chris Nolan, yes, told uh, our supervisor of the show. This is uh, this may not be true. I've heard this from multiple sources. Okay. So we gonna, okay. let's just He said that it it is still a dream. He told him that he in, in Nolan's head, he thinks that this is he thinks at the end wow. of the session, he is still trapped. But that doesn't make it a bad ending. It just means that he's 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 happy he's
1: happy
0: happy that's what matters exactly oh so we got an an Inception exclusive
1: we got an Inception exclusive thank you very much Ross for joining and come back again because you've got loads more anecdotes
0: to tell us have you got (laughs) (laughs) have you got like uh, have you signed NDAs are there things you're not allowed to tell us Uh, probably most of that right yeah (laughs) oh brilliant okay just uh, get back to me
1: let me know what I have to edit out cheers Ross Tom's still on the phone. Tom's still on the phone. He's been waiting patiently yep. <laughs> while we've been chatting to Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Ross has just done his quiz. Let's see how Tom and Pat get on with theirs. Um, right. Okay. So this quiz, once it, it's going to be the same as last week. going to we have one question to you, one question to Tom. Wrap it up nice and quick. Nice. Yeah. And, no messing around. No messing around. Followed by a little top Trump as the snitch. Okay. So I will start, Tom, with you. Uh, yep. These are quite easy questions. Just, just it's, it's 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 simple. Like the, the pot the real Potterheads heads will laugh at us for this. Okay. <laughs> right. Tom. Who yes. was who was the headmaster of Hogwarts in Harry's first year?
4: Albert Dumbledore.
1: Correct. Pat. What are Voldemort's supporters called? Death Eaters. Correct. Tom, who runs the three broomsticks? Madame Rosmerta. That's correct. Pat. Who is the night bus conductor?
0: Stan Shumpike. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> I'm so terrified there's a bludger coming up. <laughs> 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 These are too easy. <laughs> this is a trap.
1: <laughs> Tom, who drives who drives the night bus? Uh Ern. What's his name? Ern. <laughs> um... What's his full name? <laughs>
4: Sh- it's Ernie,
1: Ernie Shackleton, is it? No, Pat, do you know? I don't actually know. It's Ernie Prang. Uh. Unlu- oh. Unlucky there, Thomas. Uh, Pat, who created the Philosopher's Stone?
0: Nicola Flamel.
1: Correct. <laughs> Tom, who commentates on Hogwarts Quidditch matches? Lee Jordan. <sighs> it's a bludgeon. Oh, is it? Oh, what a surprise.
4: <laughs> oh, you so... mean there's bludgers in this game? <laughs> Sorry,
1: Tom. Well colour me shocked. That's a minus two for Tom.
4: Well Pat! surely I got it wrong, didn't I? Didn't so, I get it wrong? Because um technically um oh. Luna Lovegood becomes the commentator, doesn't she? So maybe yeah, maybe that was the answer you're after. So actually I avoided <laughs> the bludger.
1: Yeah. You got lucky there, Tom. Yeah, uh, you, you got specify. you got lucky there, it's definitely minus two. Pat, mm. what's the name of Colin Creevy's brother? Dennis. Correct. Tom. Name Sirius's younger brother. Regulus. Regulus is correct, and Pat, how does <laughs> Snape respond when Dumbledore asks? After all this time,
0: he responds with the word "always." Uh, I'm
1: afraid it's a blood. God, it's you always know. a minus bludger. two. <laughs> <laughs> Pat minus two. So Tom's at a minus two. Pat's at a minus two. So Pat ends up. Oh, I think that's two one. I don't know, but Pat, you're winning by one because Tom okay. actually got a question wrong as well. Yeah. yeah. So well done, right? Uh, the discipline, right, so... It's always a bludger. It's always a bludger. <laughs> so annoying. Right, okay, so uh we're now going on our top trump cards, and I am going to go for courage. Pat, who you got? And I've got Tom's card here. Well, Tom's losing, so who's Tom got? Uh, oh, yeah, who's Tom got? Oh, God, Tom... <laughs> I'm so sorry, mate. Tom, your card is Draco Malfoy with courage of ten. Oh <laughs> well, I've only got the man himself. I got Harry Potter courage forty two. <laughs> <laughs> so Pat with a, a lead of thirty-three in the
0: end nice. there to win that Man, movie. I needed that after the last few weeks. Well you know done.
4: What, mate? You're no Joe, you're no good at picking cards, mate. I'm sorry. Well, next week it. you can write these
1: wrongs, mate. Yeah. You'll be back Pick in the flesh. Card. To, uh mm. to pick your own damn card. Yeah.
4: Very right, well. If I into any, if I bump into any magicians up there, I'll so say you know you don't want any shows, Joe Powell
1: <laughs> he doesn't know how to pick a card. <laughs> oh absolutely lovely stuff. Uh well, yeah. listeners, thank you very much for listening. Yeah. Hope yeah.
4: You, hope you enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, thank you so so much for listening, guys. We'll be in a full room. We'll be all in the same room next week. Yes. Missed me and and you know I can only apologise for the last week's episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> try try my best to bring it up. I'm sure everyone, you know, used the skip button. Um, I I, where I, went then.
1: I haven't had a chance to get my mother's review, but I imagine it was much the same as the week before. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we double tedious, it. <laughs> double tedious. Uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah, it wasn't the best one, but it was mercifully short. Yeah, there you go. It was. What do you want? We're not charging you. (laughs) Unless it's to come to the live show.
1: Yes, exactly. Four pounds. Or pay what you want on the door.
4: And Pat will be on time.
0: And Pat will definitely, but we will make sure of it. I'll be on time. I'll be on form. I'll be on stage. Be on drugs. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Alcohol's not a drug. It's a drink. (laughs) Thanks
4: very much for listening, Thank you so, so much for listening, guys. Really appreciate it. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter and Facebook at pod or via email AATCAPod at gmail.com We'll read emails and uh, we'll uh, analyse your emails as well from the sounds of what we did today. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Um, please join. Uh, please, uh, if you want to leave us a review, that really helps us. Yes, please It do. really does. And listen to Connor. Connor only got into the show two months ago. He's already caught up. Smash. it. i thinking, oh, I want to... I want to, I uh, you know, get a friend into the show. Oh, but they've got to catch up with the emails. they catch up with the episodes. Do it. They'll catch up. They'll yeah. catch up if they're, they're really committed enough. It's easy. If exactly. they If they
0: care, really. About they you. <laughs> 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 they'll do it. If they're a good friend, they'll do it.
4: All that remains to be said, Tom. Yeah, yeah all that remains to be said is my name is Tom Toll.
0: My name is Patrick Holland. I'm Joe Power. This has
4: been After All This Time.
1: Always. Bye, guys. Once again, thanks so much for listening. I mean, we have literally just told you, but do follow and like us on Facebook at AATTA Pod and Twitter or email us at at gmail.com. Come see us live. It's the 1st of September at the Bill Murray. You can get tickets from angelcomedy.co.uk. Uh, subscribe to our Spotify playlist, AATTA Pod's Fantastic Beats. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Yeah, Pat and I'll go together to go see that. Um
4: Okay, he might be late though, but go and see it on your own, but yeah. <laughs> That's why yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh
0: please, come on. You can't
4: take the mantle. You can't take that's Mike's mantle is the being late guy. <laughs> That's true.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, true. i are mean, well, encroaching, but now,
4: but because he's gone, it doesn't happen. Right when Joe started drinking, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. that's, do you know what? That's what started it. I was like, "Well, who am I supposed to be now?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>